You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on The Happy Hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary with you on a Friday, 402-464-5685. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Hammond Text Line, both those are open for you the remainder of the show. We go to the Honda of Lincoln Hotline now as we are joined on there by Emily Eamon of the Big Ten Network. Emily, how's everything going? Things are good in Columbus here. It's an off day, but not really an off day for us, of course, but so excited uh, just ahead of Saturday. It's going to be so fun. Yeah, talk. Uh, uh, let's start there. What was yesterday like? Holy smokes. I mean, Wisconsin gets a big win over Louisville, and then you follow that up with a with a four-set win by Nebraska. What's just been the vibe the last couple of days in Columbus? I mean, yesterday was a complete marathon, and, and it honestly was the best volleyball, college volleyball that I think I've seen in my entire life, especially that Wisconsin match against Louisville. I mean, they were making plays that I have not seen college players really make. And then you follow that up with the Nebraska game that, again, you know, we started 10.30 p.m., and it was still so high energy, such a crazy game. And, and to have the Huskers show up like they did, I mean, Columbus has just been rocking, and, and it's exciting to see so much red everywhere now. We've got an all-Big Ten National Championship. How big is that for the conference? Man, it is so big. I mean, it's the first all-Big Ten final since 2013 and just the second time ever that the Big Ten has had two teams competing for that trophy. And I think it just speaks volumes to how good this volleyball conference is. I mean, we talk about it all the time. The Big Ten is the best volleyball conference out there. But some people, you know, around the country say, oh, you know, ACC, they have Louisville and Pitt this year. We look at Pac-12, they have great teams. But I think when we get into NCAA tournament time, it just shows how good the Big Ten is. You're playing a Big Ten schedule all year long. You have a team like Nebraska coming in seated 10th, and to do as well as they did, it might be surprising to some, but to some of us that have been watching Nebraska play all year, it's not surprising. They're peaking at the right time, so it's it's no surprise that this Penn seed is in this national championship match. Yeah, that's kind of something that we have talked about. We're speaking to Emily Eamon of the Big Ten Network here. Uh, that's something that me and me and Enrico have been kind of talking about the last couple of weeks is how much they've grown throughout the course of this season, Nebraska, that is. Because before, early on, it was Lexi's son having a big uh, part in this in this program. And now you're seeing freshmen and, and Lindsey Krause and, and Allie Batenhorst really step up. I mean, talk about the evolution just that you've seen this year from Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, I had one of their first matches early on. Um, it was against K-State, and I remember calling that match and just sitting there like, man, this is not the Nebraska that we normally know. It seems like they couldn't figure things out, and they dropped three matches in that non-conference. You know, it's a really great team, one of them being Louisville, but three straight, it was like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, Nebraska can't really figure this out, and they had pieces that they weren't sure about, especially those pins, and getting those freshmen to just where they started in the season until now has been night and day. I remember talking to John Cook early on in the season, and he was saying, you know, a lot of times when you have freshmen come in, you just hope that you don't have to play them. And this was a season where he had to play them, and he was very happy to. He said they can play, they can compete, they're going to compete harder than anybody on the court. And it's so fun seeing these freshmen do so well in big moments. You know, you talk about Allie Batenhorst and Lindsey Krause, Nebraska doesn't win that match against Texas without them. I mean, they had the nights of their lives on one of the biggest stages that they've ever been on. 
And I think just the evolution of Nebraska has been shown through these freshmen. You know, they had a lot of stuff to figure out early on in the season with personnel and who's going to work where and connecting with who. But these freshmen just right off the bat, especially, you know, someone like Lexi Rodriguez, the best freshman in the entire country in any position, is, is showing how and why this recruiting class is number one. And I think we've seen the evolution of that freshman class from August until now, and that's really just followed the path of Nebraska as a whole. We're speaking with Emily Eamon of the Big Ten Network. And, Emily, it's not a direct, you know, uh, competition between the two, but you've got, you know, Dana Retke, the five-time All-American for Wisconsin, the, the player of the year in the NCAA. Uh, she didn't get in the Big Ten. That went to Stephanie Samity. But, and then you have Lexi Rodriguez, the 5'5 uh, the, the five, five freshman defensive player of the year, freshman of the year. Uh, what, what is, the, like, the parallels between, you know, the 6'8 and the 5'5 five, five, uh, going on in this matchup? <laughs> Well, I can tell you it is a bit of a height difference. Um, I've seen people that height stand next to Dana Recchi, and it is just wild. But, yeah, you have someone like Dana Recchi, a five-time first-team All-American, and this is her first honor getting that National uh, Player of the Year award. But, you know, she could have gotten it every single year she was there. And these are just two players that you look at them side by side. They could not be more different. But at the same time, they have the same mentality. Every time they step on a court, they're going to – work the hardest they're going to try to outwork the other team they're going to do their job for their team and it was something that Dana Retke did right when she stepped on the floor for Wisconsin she instantly that first year led them in kills as a middle which is kind of unheard of and we're seeing the same thing from Lexi Rodriguez in that backcourt she came in as a freshman libero when you already have two other really competent liberos that they could have put in there but this freshman came in and has just balled out all season long so yeah, I mean, you look at them side by side, and they could not be more different. But when they step on the court, that mentality is the same between the two players. I mean, Nebraska and Wisconsin are, are pretty familiar with each other, being in the same conference, playing each other quite a bit each year. But what does Wisconsin do so well? I mean, what is Nebraska really going to have to focus on and be better at than Wisconsin at to, to win the title tomorrow? Yeah, so these teams – they rely on pretty different things. Wisconsin, they're a very physical, offensive-focused team. They have really good defense, but when you look at them, I mean, there's times up front when they have a 6-3 hitter, a 6-8 hitter, a 6-9 hitter all up there at the same time. So their best asset is their physicality and their offensive firepower. So if you're Nebraska and you rely on that defense in your serve and pass game, it's a weird matchup between the two teams. Um, and you mentioned, you know, this season and Wisconsin has taken those two matches over Nebraska, but this Nebraska team is not the same as the Nebraska team that played Wisconsin early on. And I think if you're Nebraska taking what you took away from those two other Wisconsin matches, you know, that Wisconsin's going to be physical. You know, they're just going to bring the heat up at the front line, but Nebraska relies on that backcourt defense. You have Lexi Rodriguez, Kenzie Knuckles, Kiana Leakana back there that just don't let balls drop. And I think if you're Nebraska, you got to keep that defensive focus up and then additionally you really got to be able to block you have to get block touches against this Wisconsin team if you want to stay in it because they're going to bring the heat from a very high point so you're going to have to get block touches you're going to have to get a few stuffs in there you know your backcourt defense is going to be good and and you can rely on that but you got to get block touches and then in transition they have to keep that speed up we saw that they did a really good job against Pitt with that, getting their middles going in transition off of that dig, those great digs that those littles are going to give you. But Nebraska has to block, and they got to get those middles going and rely on that defense. 
We're speaking to Emily Eamon of the Big Ten Network. Going back to last night, especially in that first set, how much, how different, I should ask, does Pitt play compared to Wisconsin? How, how different is Nebraska's style of attack going to have to be tomorrow night? Yeah, so the difference, main differences between Pitt and Wisconsin there is Pitt relies on their speed. They don't mm-hmm. necessarily have the height that Wisconsin has, so their speed of their offense is so quick. Last night we saw... We saw that play out, especially that first set. Nebraska came out not ready for how fast those pit sets were. And we saw that in set two, set three, and set four. Nebraska adjusted very well and was able to kind of turn things around and adjust to that speed. But Wisconsin doesn't play with necessarily the same speed. They play with their physicality. They are tall. They are big. So Nebraska is going to have to go back to their basics and just make sure that they are patient blocking and adjust to the speed coming off of, okay, we just played a really quick offensively minded team and now we just have to go back to what we know we don't have to adjust too many things just kind of play Husker defense and and try your best to match that physicality up front uh so I I know we want to talk about Nebraska mostly but I want to focus on uh one of Wisconsin's players I believe it's number seven uh her name is Georgia um Shavita Shavita and she's she's (laughs) playing with a torn ACL this season she is playing with a torn ACL, and, and it's actually crazy. So this is her sixth year of play. She's torn her ACL and a bunch of other things in her knee. This is her fourth time. Ooh. She's been playing on a torn ACL about half the season now, um, and they really missed her when she was out. I mean, she, she's not necessarily their libero, but when she comes in, she's an instant spark for them. She goes back there, and she's diving all around. I mean, watching her play is, I don't want to say a miracle, but it is truly insane, the fact that she has – the grit and the work ethic to still get back out there and somehow play as though, you know, she is completely healthy. It just seems as if, you know, watching the couple games between Nebraska and Wisconsin, she is every time Nebraska goes for a kill, she's always in the right spot. And it just amazes me because she has that big brace on her leg and they're saying she's playing with a torn ACL. And I'm like, how is she diving around, getting to all of these balls and moving so well? Oh yeah. And, and it's crazy. Like every time, we see her dive. I feel like I cringe up a little. I'm like, oh, no, don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. But she just springs back up and, like you said, is always somehow in the right position and playing like you would have no idea that she basically doesn't have a knee. Uh, well, a couple more before we let you go. We're speaking to Emily Eamon of the Big Ten Network. I mean, we, we spoke on Lexi Rodriguez a couple minutes ago, but I, I want to go a little more in depth because it's just fascinating. Third Husker all t- or ever to make an all uh, freshman, I should say to have an All-American spot as a freshman, and she is really, really impressive at such a young age. I mean, in your eyes, just talk about what you've seen from Lexi Rodriguez over the course of the season. Yeah, I mean, she's one of those liberos that is so scrappy. She's going to get to every play, but also part of it is there's plays that she makes that you think look easy, but they're not easy. It's because Lexi Rodriguez has some of the best vision that I've seen a libero have, especially a freshman libero. I mean, she can read that block so well. She knows exactly where to be. And if she's off just a little bit or not in exactly the right spot, she's going to find a way to still make the play, whether it's, you know, getting a pancake, getting around the ball, throwing her left arm out, you know, one-handed dive to the left. I mean, she is just so good in that backcourt. She leads that service team so well, too. And that's something that's really underrated as a libero you're pretty much in charge of to receive the the patterns and and the matchups and who's who's going to be where who's taking what seams and as a freshman that's really hard to do to come in and try to 
lead that back court, but she's done that so well. So I think it speaks to how good of a leader she is already as a freshman, which is very impressive. And I mean, yeah, she's a freshman, but she's also played in, in some of these really big matches. I mean, she was on the USA U20 national team that, that won gold last season. And it's just really impressive to see her come in and have the career that she's had so far. We're speaking with Emily Eamon of the Big Ten Network, and I got this last question for you. We saw it happen twice yesterday, last night. Kenzie Knuckles got hit in the face early, and Nicklin Hames caught one off of the uh, off of the antenna to the face. Were you ever hit in the face with a volleyball, and, and <laughs> how, how did that feel? I can tell you. So I played for Northwestern, and we have probably one of the hardest-hitting people I've seen in my life, Tammy thomas Ilara. Um She's still there. I'm sure you probably recognize her name if you're into Big Ten volleyball. But, man, I've been in the face by her, and it just – you're left, like, ringing. You're kind of sitting there like, I have no idea what happened. And it's like – it is not not very fun. In high school, I got, you know, one concussion in a club tournament. But, no, I, I can tell you that getting in the face at any time never feels good. It always sucks. But especially at this level – if you're getting hit by someone in a Final Four national championship match, you know that ball's coming hard. All right, Emily, we appreciate the time big time. That's awesome stuff. Uh, enjoy the rest of your time up there in Columbus, and I think Husker fans are obviously hoping for a Huskers uh, win tomorrow night. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be there. That is Emily Eamon of the Big Ten Network. Appreciate her time uh, taking a little bit with us. That's interesting stuff because you made a good point about getting hit in the face coming back from that. Um, it looks so pain. Like like Nicklin got hit right in the eye. It came off the antenna. She went to block. It got hit right in the eye. Uh, uh, Kenzie took it. It seemed like you know on the chin or like right in the yeah. throat. And both of them, they both just like hop up and they're like kind of holding the area and they're like, yeah, that kind of hurts a little bit. But they're still playing. I'm like, dude, if I get hit in the eye with how hard these girls are swinging, I'm done. Yeah. Take me out. Yeah, I, I would uh, somehow like this is going to be sound very, very basic, very generic, but I just don't understand how sometimes they, they're able to get to some of the balls, the they, reaction at the angles, oh. at the angles that the outside hitters um, hit at. And so good stuff from Emily. We appreciate her time. Let's go ahead and take our final timeout. We'll wrap up the week next up on the happy hour. Download our app by searching 93.7, the ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long, wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.